Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's podcast, desperately wanting a boy baby, an office romance gone wrong, terminally single at nearly 30, and when to end a marriage. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, five weeks ago, I gave birth to a second daughter. She is adorable. My horrible problem is that whilst I love her so very much and I'm happy that my two daughters can be good friends and share this great sisterly bond like the one I have with my own sister, I had in fact been hoping for a boy. I had wanted a boy during my first pregnancy but fell in love with my daughter when she arrived and hoped that maybe the next baby would be a son. My husband has now said our family is complete, which I know in my head is a good decision. We can have a better quality of life, go to Australia to see family for a big holiday in a few years, etc. We can have one child each to wrangle, no awful third pregnancy to suffer through. But I know I will want another. I had for a long time wanted three children and I would still love a boy. I feel upset when I see things like baby boys clothes in shops and I'm worried it will get worse or that I will resent my newest daughter. I feel I'm not enjoying my new baby and I keep thinking this is the last time I will be doing this. Help. Signed, Bad Sad Mother. Oh, dearest bad sad mother, don't be sad and you are definitely not bad. You are having feelings and thoughts that millions of other mothers have had across the globe and for millennia. Your feelings are complicated too. This isn't only about mourning the boy you wanted. It's about putting an end to motherhood. And I think you're getting stressed because all these things are getting mixed up in your head. And first, please remember that your baby is only five weeks old. Think back to when you first had a baby at five weeks last time round. Were you of sound mind and sleeping well and making sensible decisions? Come on, it's virtually impossible. All your feelings at the moment are heightened by the hormones and the feeds and the not sleeping. This is not a good time to make big decisions about whether your family is finished and how you feel about that and whether you still want a boy. Just get on with loving the baby you have for now and think about all these things in a few months time, maybe even give it a year. 
I can understand that all this might have happened because your husband wants to draw a line under having babies. But either way, this isn't a time to draw that line when you're hormonal and only just given birth. This is a conversation to have with him when you're out the other side. So for now, take it day by day because you will never get this time back again with your teeny tiny daughter. So make the most of it and you can worry about the future later. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I've made a real mess at work by kissing a colleague at an office party. Cliché, I know. It would be a harmless bit of fun, except a woman on my team really fancies him and had confided in me weeks ago. She's now angry at me. She thinks I did it on purpose. And our professional relationship is suffering as a result. She's forgetting to CC me in on important emails and even mentioned the incident to our boss, who didn't look very pleased. I've apologised to her, but she just doesn't believe that I didn't do it to spite her. Help me. Oops. (laughs) Sorry, but this is hilarious. I love this question. Oh, for goodness sake, we all make mistakes, don't we? And we all get a bit drunk. I'm not so secretly hoping you were a bit drunk when this happened. Come on, I know you were. Uh, I absolutely love this whole passive-aggressive forgetting to CC email business. Classic, classic work scenario. But I will answer seriously. Uh, Beware of the real problem here, right? The real problem is not what you did, which was an easy mistake to make. It's that you've given someone who is obviously a bit toxic an excuse to be a bit toxic towards you. It's not appropriate that she told your boss and it's not appropriate to do the passive aggressive non-CCing of emails thing. I wonder if you would consider being brave enough to nip this in the bud with your boss or with another manager. Without them telling her that you've got involved, could they possibly go to her and say, Let's put a lid on this now and put it behind us. You should at least give them the option of doing this. You made a tiny mistake at a party that is completely forgivable and understandable. Her behaviour since, however, is childish, unprofessional and unforgivable. So you really should call her out on it as subtly and discreetly as you can. And in future, please stop being so attractive to your male colleagues. I'm jealous. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I'm nearing 30 and have never had a long-term relationship. I've had flings lasting a month or two, but nothing that ever turned into something serious. It never bothered me too much before, especially as my friends have been so supportive. But now I'm starting to think about babies and that's really concerning. I'm on all the dating apps and have been actively looking for a boyfriend for the last year or so, but nothing has happened. How do I know if I'm doing something wrong? And if I am doing something wrong, how can I fix it? Oh, lovely, lovelorn lady, please look at your birth certificate. You are young. You are nearly 30. You're still a baby yourself. So please don't start panicking and getting anxious about this. You have so much time. You have all the time in the world. That said, I'm not going to be complacent about looking after yourself and showing some respect to your hopes and dreams. If your hopes and dreams include having a family, you do have to plan for this and you do have to do things that make this likely to happen. You can't go and live in a cave uh, in Peru and come out when you're 43 and say, I really want to have a baby right now, although there are clinics where you can pay a lot of money and they will try their best to make that happen for you. So I do like the fact that you're being sensible and thinking about what you really want out of life and how to get it. 
But I don't like that you're putting yourself under so much pressure and beating yourself up. A, because that's not a nice thing to do to yourself. And B, because it's deeply unattractive. And if you do want to meet a lovely person, you must try not to do things that are deeply unattractive. And unfortunately, being desperate and neurotic is one of them. You need to talk to other people in your situation who are having success. So who do you know who gets the most out of the dating apps? What do they do that's different to what you're doing? Could you get them to have a look at your profile? What about people who don't use the dating apps but have had good relationships? What advice could you get from them? Do you always ask people to introduce you to people? Do you tell people you're actively looking for a relationship? You should. But at the same time, you should also find some fun for yourself somewhere else so that your life is not completely dominated by this. Do you have other hobbies and interests? Could you take on extra work or something that motivates you connected to your career? These are all ways of keeping you happier and therefore more attractive and also likely to put the happy and attractive you in the way of a man who could one day give you a baby. Do it, do it, do it. I repeat though, you have masses of time. So please, please stop stressing. Our next question this week. Dear Viv, I think my husband and I should talk about breaking up. Neither of us has been happy for the past couple of years and our relationship has deteriorated to the point that we just bicker constantly and can't relax in each other's company. Should I do it? Whoa, this is quite a short letter for quite a big question. People have sent in longer letters asking if they should give up drinking coffee and this is your letter asking if you should end your marriage. Three sentences, hmm. Uh, I think you like brevity, so let me also answer in as few sentences as possible. I definitely can't tell you whether you and your husband should break up, but I can tell you that, yes, you should talk about breaking up, but perhaps not in so many words. Have a conversation about why you are bickering constantly and can't relax in each other's company. The result of that conversation will give you more information Worst case scenario, you shouldn't give up on anything until you're completely talked out and or you've been to couples counselling. No relationship ever finished without anyone talking about it first and many relationships have been rescued by just such talking. So don't skip straight to the breakup without the talking first. That would be mad. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.